You're listening to Lead On with Greg and Mark, brought to you by the Pennsylvania Association of Intermediate Units. Join us this season as we engage in conversations on leading on through times of complexity. Now for your hosts, Greg and Mark. Hello, Dr. Mark Hoffman. Dr. Dr. Coons, how are you, sir? I am uh, I'm doing this fabulous today. Do you know what this episode marks? What does it mark? I'll give you a hint. It's the start of something. It's the start of something. It's the start of season... Season three. Season three. Season Welcome three. to season three. I am glad to be back. We have, we have 25 episodes under our belts, right? I think they get better with, uh, with age and with... Uh, yeah. I think we're incrementally improving. Incrementally. Yeah. And that's all you can really, you know, people talk about this like disruptive innovation. I'm yeah, all for the tables. A, a, incremental improvement, incremental, incremental innovation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Slow like and steady it. wins the race, my friend. Slow and steady, uh, small wins. I've been talking to my team a lot about. Small I, wins? Yeah. Small, I like small wins. Same thing. Yeah. I think we uh, were sidetracked for some of, uh, some of management theory was sidetracked like 10 years ago with this idea of disruption. Absolutely. I think it's a fallacy. <laughs> I think it's all about incremental innovation, my friend. Yeah, I agree. But I don't I think we're talking about that today. No, no, we're not. But I, I have another question for you. Okay. So I we, might have an answer. We'll see. So we pulled up to our destination today to essentially at the same time. Yes. And I noticed that you were driving a Subaru. A Subaru. Yeah. I just want to point out that I purchased a Subaru about two months ago. When did you buy your Subaru? So literally two weeks ago. Yeah. So... Uh, Talk about imitation is the ultimate form of flattery. I just want to point out that That's I was it. first. I mean, yeah, you've always been my hero, Mark. You know, <laughs> I so noticed that you, you're rocking a really nice beard. I I am no shave November. I'm but, I'm going to be donating towards our uh, foundation at CLIU. Oh, so my, at my new position out there. I, I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. But I like it. It looks good. It's you know I can't grow it on my head, so I grow it down here. It, listen, so. <laughs> you 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 wear it well, sir. Thank you, as Rod Stewart would say. You wear it well. <laughs> Sorry. I'm cracking myself up today. Jeez. So uh, how is the car? So the car is, it rides like a dream. It's got a V6 engine. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's nice. It's, you know, swanky for me. Yeah. I was driving that little Chevy, you know, and I, I actually have a really, uh, this, this episode, actually, we got to talk about car maintenance because uh, I've been through it the last couple months. And as a father, you know, and it's, you know, it, it's, it, I, I'm I'm blessed to have four cars, but we have four cars in the family. And well, my, you have four drivers, right? We, have four, many, we yeah. have four drivers. Yeah, yeah we have four drivers. Um, my my uncle used to call it the used parking lot, which I love. But yeah, there's four cars there and four to maintain. Um, and I got to tell you, uh, with uh, my Morgan, uh, who's 18 now, she was driving, and I love this. Sentimental wise, she was driving my mother, who goes by Duffy, mm -hmm. Duffy's Beetle. She I love was, that. She it was a 2006 convertible Volkswagen Beetle. Mm -hmm. And the thing had sat up because the um, transmission went on it, mm -hmm. sitting up across our driveway for seven years, not touched. And when I went to, you know, it went, probably had like mice living in it. it. Well, believe it or not. Yes. Well, of course. Yeah. It just sits there. So yeah, it just sat there. So a friend of mine, Chris, he goes, he's like, Greg, I, why don't you just get that going again? So I, I paid a guy to put a new tr uh, a rebuilt transmission in it. Mm -hmm. And we got it uh, fired up and, and, and running last fall for her, just in time for school for her junior year. So she got exactly a year out of it. Um, I got to tell you, the other day, 
I mean, it was one thing after another. It was leaking coolant. I had it in the garage. You know, I had to, you know, because it had been neglected for so long. Oh, I understand. Neglected. So I, I had to take it there to a local mechanic. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple thousand dollar bill each time. And it was just, it was a lot. Um, so Yeah, so much for not having a car payment, right? Uh, exactly. Exactly. So Duffy's Beetle. Um, what happened made, to Duffy's Beetle? I had to take it for its final ride to Harry's You Pull It in Hazleton. All right. And to I had to junk it. Uh, <laughs> because the other day, it was the final straw. She, I look out and Morgan has the hood open. I'm like, what are you looking at? It was a squirrel inside of the ventilation system. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. So they look for warm places or. Yeah. 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 So that's what it was. So that went on its final ride. So she got the Chevy and then I bought this new Subaru. All so right. well, congrats. Yeah. Congratulations and best wishes. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. I appreciate it. So you've been thinking about car maintenance? So I've been thinking about car maintenance because, and the, and how it translates to leadership. Is this what you think about at night, car maintenance? I really do. Right. I really do. Because you know what it's all, I, I know he's, Mark, for those, for the listeners, <laughs> Mark is rolling his eyes at me. Yeah. I think he, yeah. It's right. a common occurrence. It's, it's a, co- yeah. He rolls his eyes all the time. So uh, with the car maintenance though, it's, if you don't, and just like leadership, if you're not maintaining your car, if you're not maintaining your leadership skills, you're going to break down. Right, uh, yeah. Preventative maintenance, a yeah. little uh, intentionality. I like intentionality. I think of this as intentionality. I like that. Yeah, that's the word of the day. Intentionality. Intentionality. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So I have. I, I looked up. I found thirteen car maintenance tips, and I want to see if we can kind of translate this to what leadership would be. Right, so these are. Th- so this article was not written through the lens of leadership. This it was. was this is literally an article about car maintenance. This is legit, and I actually I had a selfish reason. I because I need to know how to maintain these four cars. I'm not doing a good job because inspection, as you all know, registration. Um, uh, I'm good with oil changes, but outside of that, you know things. You got to keep up with this stuff, right? Go for it. All right. So the number one um, is check your spare tire. Let's give attribution first. Who wrote this? So this is, oh, geez. Do we even know? What's the website? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> give me a second. I'll find it. Um, it is, um, let me see here. Uh, give me a second and I'll We'll find put it in the show notes. We'll, we'll put it in the notes. Yeah, we'll yeah, put it in You got this we'll, off the internet. We'll give, though, right? we'll give credit. I have it here somewhere. Don't worry about it. We'll put it All in right. the show notes. Okay. So check your spare tire. So, you know, all those times it's there. Yeah. When you absolutely need it, you got to make sure that it's filled with some air, right? Yeah, or that it's actually there in the first place. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things. It's yeah, it's got to be there. You need to know if something happens, you got it there, you know. All right, so they're literally, you know, you have a flat tire, you need something to replace the flat tire with, otherwise you're uh, you're jammed up on the side of the road. That's it, and you're you're just stranded. So uh, relate that now. Let's make an analogy to leadership. Okay. So with leadership, I mean, it could it could be a lot of things, but you want to know if your plan doesn't go right. You know, with your leadership team, you have all best intentions. Uh-huh. It doesn't go well. You need a backup plan. You need to have that spare tire to help you. And I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I like that. We were both teachers, yeah. Yeah. and you yeah. always have a second backup plan. Absolutely, a first Absolutely. backup. You always have a second plan. Let me put it that way. You got it. You got in the event that the technology doesn't work or that's or it. something doesn't go right, you got to maximize that lesson. Yep. That's what did it. Mike Tyson say allegedly or famously? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. How about that? You, you know, a Mike Tyson quote. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I do like it. So like every, it. everybody's got a yeah. plan. Yeah, everybody's got a plan until they realize they don't have a spare tire. Until they don't have a spare tire. <laughs> and you mentioned teaching, Mark, and uh-huh. that's that reminds me of teaching back in the day and. I had all best intentions of the lesson going well, and I had to scrap the lesson. Of course. 
uh, because whatever happens, and then you have to think on your feet. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to have something in your in your pocket to be able to say, okay, yeah, you know, have your spare tire. Yeah, let's you go. only get that, le- that shot at that lesson. Yeah, you know, that day one time. All right, what's number okay. two? I like number that. two is change the oil. Change the oil. So as we know, with with oil changes, you got you need to do it every three thousand or six. You know, depending yeah, on your car, full th- synthetic, partial synthetic, all those kinds of things. So um, you need to make sure you're doing that. The regular maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and what does the oil do, right? It keeps the engine from breaking down. Sure does. It, it prevents a rust. Yes. It um, it gets the dirt and all the grime out of there, puts new stuff on there, protects it from water. That's right. Uh, helps it to regulate heat. Yep. Keeps the metal that's uh, rubbing against other metal from causing friction and breakdown and protects the parts. Right. That's it. So as a leader. So as a leader, it could be a, a number of things, right? Well, I mean, I think it's like the, the the oil provides the lubrication to protect the system and the parts yep. from grinding against each other too dramatically, too caustically. That's right. Exactly. And um, yeah, I think back to that phrase of intentionality, right? Like, are you explicitly intentionally thinking about ways to prevent friction Ooh. or to accept that friction is normal in a system and that you need to put oil, you know, in quotes, into the system and to change it regularly to um, prevent that friction from causing permanent damage, right? So the car makers know there's going to be friction in that engine. There's going to be high heat. There's going to be tension and the potential for breakdown. Yes. So it's the oil that keeps that engine moving. I like it. And in leadership, this is a way that we can keep things moving smoothly. Now we know. Because there's going to be tension in your organization. There's going to be tension. There's got to be. It's, it's inevitable. It's well, inevitable. Right. And, and and that tension is ultimately, I think, what leads to back where we started with that incremental in, improvement innovation, if it's oiled. If it's oiled. All right. All right. Keep going. Next one. Number three, keep uh, the battery clean. Okay. Keep the battery clean. It talks about over time, corrosion uh, can form on the terminals of your car's battery. If you don't keep them clean, the battery could develop a crack or simply not function, leaving you stranded. Sure. And the battery is the power source. Well, you know, one of the power sources that powers parts of the yeah. engine, right? You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it makes sense that you got to take care of that. Otherwise, uh, the battery dies, the car doesn't work. Even if the engine's working, the battery's dead, car's yeah. not turning over. Now, could could we equate a battery to like a heart? Yeah, or a brain. Or a brain. Okay. Yeah. Because it's provide. Okay. So, yeah, you need to Because the battery care. powers the computer. Yes. Right? Yeah, it does. And, I'll, and, and I'm thinking the engine maybe is the heart. Maybe the engine's the heart. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So but, keep, I, but I don't know. I mean, keep what, the battery I, clean. You don't want it to corrode. You don't want to end up stranded. Yeah. All right. Clear mind. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the next is four, replace the brake pads. All right. I get so, this one. So Just, we've all been there, you know, and depending on the drivers in the household, you know, some brake harder, some, uh, you know, otherwise. But- you need to make sure those brakes are good. Especially, I live at a uh, really steep driveway, bottom of a really steep driveway. Yeah. I'm always changing brakes. Yeah, but see, I think this is related, I think, to the same way as the oil, right? I think if I were to make this, stretch this to an analogy of leadership, you've got brakes on a car because you know you need to stop. Yep. Right. Right. And ultimately, the car makers know that that stopping creates friction. Yes. Right? But that friction's not necessarily a bad thing. It's allowing the car to come to rest or to avoid catastrophe. Yep. Right. 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 To make a sudden change in direction or to account for a sudden obstacle. 
There you go. And so as a leader, you know your organization is going to have to do all of those things. It's not a bad thing to stop or to change course or to slow down or to avoid an obstacle. It's your job. That's why you're in those positions. However, it comes at a cost. And the car is sacrificing the brake pad. That's that's it. That's the Wearing expendable part, right? You're saving yes. the car in exchange for the less expensive, more um, expendable brake pad. Yep. And so as the organization makes these changes and stops, what are we doing as the leader to replace the brake pad? What What are we sacrificing, so to speak? And what are we replacing it with? Well, I would say, you know, we learn... You know, when those times in, in leadership, when we have to stop, we learn from those things. So those brake pads, when we replace those brake pads, we think about how we can react differently sure. in the future. May, may, you know, that might be a way of. Well, and what happens in the car if you, if you don't change your brake pad, right? The car won't stop as efficiently or perhaps at all or, right, or, or put you in danger or you damage your brakes. And that's yeah. a much more expensive. Um, that's a much more expensive proposition. That's it. That's it. So I think it's back to that idea of intentionality, recognizing that the organization stopping, starting, changing course takes its toll on the team and on right, the system. Exactly. So what exactly. are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the next is replace your cabin air filter. So replace your cabin air filter. So this is something, and anytime I go for the oil changes, I uh, go there and they, you know, the, at the classic uh, oil change places, yeah. they'll be like, you need to change your air filter. And they make sure it looks junky. And then how much does it cost? The 30 bucks. And I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll hold off for now. Is that why you're always coughing and hacking? Because you've got that, dirty air well, coming into your car? Exactly why. I mean, at some point, it's you're going to have to change it, Dr. Coons. I know. I'm being a little stingy there, you know. But yeah, so so every time they, they talk about this. But yeah, I, I have heard that if it, when you change your air filters, you're, you get better gas mileage. I'm sure, right? Because the, yeah. car, the engine's running more efficiently because there's right. less debris. Yeah, so I need, to, I need to work on that. I need to just... You know, I need to buckle up and I need to buy some air filters and, and take care of it. There you go. You could probably right. change it yourself. Yeah, I got that. Well, how do you think it equates to leadership on this one? Changing your air filter? Yeah. Yeah. It says okay. every, every 12 months or 12,000 miles. You should I think the analogy probably starts to blend together here, right? The air filter is a sacrificial part. It's an expendable part of the car system. Yes, right. That is collecting junk, gunk, debris. It's protecting the driver in the cabin. Right. It's also um, helping the engine to run more efficiently. Yes. And so it's a lot cheaper to be intentional in replacing a less expensive air filter, which is filtering out some of the junk, if you will, That's right. from the system, mm-hmm. than it is to ignore it and allow that to result in you know catastrophe either right. for... And to keep breathing that in every day. Yeah, or to cause damage to the engine. Right. Yeah, you got it. So I, I think it's almost similar to the brake pad. Yeah, very it's, similar. It's, it's similar to the um, to the oil, where right. the car designer is accounting for the fact that there's going to be toxins and dirt yeah, you got introduced it. into the system. That's it. That's it. That's it. And so, as the leader, you know there's going to be stuff introduced into your system that you don't want there. Mm-hmm. So, what air filter are you putting in your organization to filter it out? And then what are you doing to replace the air filter when you recognize that perhaps you're at a critical limit? There you go. I'll tell you. You're not making this yeah, up as we go I, here. I, but. I, you're doing really well. All you're right. doing really well. Thank I, you. Okay, so the next one. So, so. <laughs> you say with no sarcasm at all. So the next is get new windshield wipers. What I like about this. So yeah. so everybody knows, you know, when your windshield wipers start going bad, you get the streaks and everything else. Sure. I'd like to equate this to vision in Go leadership. Ahead. Let me hear right? So looking through your windshield is very much like in an organization, you have a vision, you have a mission, all those kinds of things. Yeah. 
you at some point you need to take a look at what that vision is the mission is it lining up with what we do on a daily basis are we leading with that mission in mind all right so in in my case and is the vision clear and is the vision clear extended to the wipers now yeah so our vision at CLIU is helping children learn yeah so there are times where you know, we'll look at the leadership team and say, is this initiative that we're working on, is it in alignment with, you like that alignment? I like, it. like how I pulled like that. You, like is it in alignment? Is it part of our vision? It's not lost on me. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what I'm seeing. Yeah, but so, okay. So now let's extend the analogy just ever so slightly more. You've got your windshield, which is the vision you're looking forward. Right. And this tip is to keep the windshield wipers new or clean or replace them. That's it. So as your vision gets cloudy. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to do something intentionally to clean it, right? That's to right. To stay on course. That's right. So what are you doing as a leader, hypothetically speaking? Yes. To intentionally keep your windshield clean yes. so that your organization remains focused on the mission and the vision. And, and I would I say- I love that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I would say a lot of times, Mark, it's just, just bringing it up, using it in a presentation. Yeah. Um, in your, just it becoming part of your common uh, language. Yeah, you know? we actually hand out little business cards with our mission and vision and our I, core values. I, li- I like that. We've got it posted all over the place. We've got three words. Yeah. Uh, and that goes back to m- my attempt to introduce this idea of intentionality to your point, right? Yes. Like you can have yeah. a vision and a mission, but if nobody knows what it is, who cares? Yeah, you have to put it into action. Yeah. You have to. What, what have do we to, got next? Uh, get your tires rotated. Now, Mark was talking to me prior to recording this uh, episode, was talking about with the Subaru. All-wheel drive. I, I, yeah, all-wheel drive. You got you to watch. Sometimes you have to replace all all of those the tires, but rotating the tires yeah. on a regular basis is going to help extend the life of those tires. Sure. Because um, why though, right? Because we make the same kinds of turns. We typically drive the same roads. And so the tires tend to wear, um, they, they, they te- it, it's not necessarily uniform wear, right? The right tires, the left tires, the front tires, the back tires. And so uh, all four tires rarely are going to wear at the same That's rate. That's right, exactly. Or in the same way. And so as you rotate them, you extend their life, and you're obviously a lot safer. Yeah. So maybe you need to tag people in and out. Oh, yes. Maybe you need to give people a chance to do something different, right? Because people wear out if they're left to uh, the same thing routinely or rotely every single day. So what? you need to get them a little bit out of their routine. You get them out of their routine. And then also I would think if people get a sense of what's happening in other parts of the organization, perhaps they appreciate them and understand them a little more. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, perhaps that uh, extends their, quote, life, right? That Their interest, their motivation uh, yeah. uh, reduces burnout, wear down. That's right. And get other perspectives. You know, people who are usually doing those tasks, they'll get a perspective of where they're coming from. Sure. And if you don't rotate your tires or perhaps if you ignore your tires and neglect your tires, you're going to have a big problem. Yep. That's right. What number are we on? So we are number eight. Oh, my God. All right. Let's pick this up. (laughs) Okay. Check the shock springs and struts. All right. So obviously we know this. And anytime you're hitting those speed bumps in life, right? Um, These uh, these things are critical. Potholes. Potholes. We've got lots of them in PA. We and, got, and, and right yeah. organizations, right? That's uh, right. Yeah. Every every issue in organizations just yeah. another opportunity to solve a problem. So, yeah, that's right. And just think about like a spring and how we spring back. Yeah. We have a problem. How do we spring back from that? So that that would be my leadership. And I would also knowledge. say that just to extend this a little bit back yes. to this idea of intentionality and, and oil and brake pads and air filters, this is similar. The car manufacturers knew and they know that the car is going to encounter uneven roads, potholes, things like that, right? And so yes. to introduce this idea of saving the car, preserving the car, creating comfort, 
they don't ignore the fact that the car is going to hit something like a pothole that's going to create, you know, um, some sort of shock to the car. Yeah. They put shock absorbers in or they put suspension in, right? That's right. To minimize the impact on the driver and to minimize the impact on the other infrastructure within the car. So what are we doing as leaders, hypothetically speaking, to introduce this idea of a shock absorber, knowing that we will be shocked by things. We will hit potholes and, right. and roadblocks. And how resilient are we? How do we bounce back? Yeah, how are we building? How do we bounce back? How do you like that? How do we bounce back? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what are we doing to put shock absorbers into the system? Yeah. Yeah. You know, intentionally. That's right. Roll, baby. So the next one was the problem we had with Morgan's car, which was the coolant. So you got? Check, check your coolant. Check your coolant. Well, temperatures run high. What are we doing oh, we to keep sure the temperature do. down? We're passionate in education and in leadership, right? Yeah. Well, of course, we we want to hire people who are passionate. Yeah. Um, and that passion is great as long as it's regulated, mm-hmm. right? I think this is similar to the other ones related it's, to oil. So is. we know there's going to be high temperature. That's right. What are we doing as the leader to intentionally cool it, mm-hmm. right? Not yeah. to suppress it, you know, to the point where we don't want the high temperature. We need the high temperature to run the car. Yes. But what are we doing so it doesn't spread and create a fire? I like it. Okay. All right. Next, check your spark plugs. So this is something, you know, like regular maintenance. We don't always think about the spark plugs, mm-hmm. but they're a critical piece here. You know, and it says here, a, sp- a spark plug, um, it's a small price to pay to avoid a major engine overhaul. For, for sure. Right. And yeah. This is another piece. Like the spark plugs, the sacrificial lamb in order to save the more expensive, complicated That's system. That's it. Love That's it. it. All right, inspect your belts and hoses. Mm-hmm. What, what color belt are you wearing today? Oh, no, you mean the car belt. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Do you always make sure your, your your pants belts match your shoes? Um, I try. Yeah. I just I just invested in these nice brown ones. So you have a brown belt on? I don't. You're wearing a black I, belt I with brown I shoes? I don't own a brown, yes. Is that a faux pas? I, I don't know. I've been told it's a faux pas. Uh, I'm, uh, you know I'm not a big fashion guy. So we need to get you a brown belt for Christmas? Yes. yes. All right, everybody. You send Dr. Coons a brown belt for Christmas. What, what pants? No, don't tell no, anybody. No, let's see. Well, they're not, I got them at Banana Republic. They're, you know, hipsters. What, your shoes or your belts? No, my no my new pants. These oh, are you, new oh, too. I thought you were showing me your no your, your shoes. Oh, my shoes. I was showing you that. Uh, they're new too. So you got, is that I've a new vest? I've been up. New the, shirt? The vest is the vest I've always had. The yeah. shirt's old. But, uh, but you look nice. Thank you. Let me stand up for a second. Let me yeah. see these pants. Are these flat front or pleated? Flat front. Flat, yeah, flat. I'm a flat front guy. You look good. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> new car, new beard, new pants, new shoes. We just I'm, need to get you a new belt now. <laughs> now a new belt. Then I'll be all, yeah. Okay. I'll be all straightened out. Beautiful. It'll take more than that. Yeah, I think to yeah, straighten me yeah. out. So all right, number twelve. We're almost there. All right, We're come almost on, home there. Stretch. All Let's right. go. Check your headlights, turn signals, brake, and parking lights. I love it. And this one, you don't always realize. You know, a lot of times, Mark, people have to tell you mm-hmm. that you have a blinker out in the back yeah. or your brake light, one of your brake lights is out. They have to tell you. Mm-hmm. So how does that equate to leadership? Does anybody ever have to tell you anything? Two things, right? Um, I love the idea of feedback. Yes. You, you don't necessarily know Honest if feedback. your rear uh, lights are out. That's right. right. So I like right. that. Having, yeah. having someone on your team who, who you trust enough and who they trust you enough to receive that feedback and to provide yes. that feedback. But I want to take the headlights and apply it to your your analogy of vision. Can you see where you're going even when it's dark, even when it's uncertain? Yes. Do you have a mechanism in place to see where you're going? 
I, okay. I like that. And I have to tell you, a nice, nice feature on my new car. Yeah. When I put the turn signal, I'm not bragging here, but when you put the turn signal on, it shows a, it shines a light to the left or to the right. Yeah. Isn't that cool? A big time. Big time. Great safety feature. Yeah. So I like that analogy. And then the, the turn signal isn't really for you, but for others. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing as a leader to signal to other what direction you're going? Love it. All right. So you love it. Love this. it. I'll tell you, Mark. We should, we should actually write this article. Are, the ideas are like, yeah, we should. We should yeah. do it. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Go ahead. All right. The last one. Do the emissions in- inspection. So we all know this. And <laughs> when I lived in Maryland, we actually had to go into, you pulled in almost like a, an oil change place and they hooked um, this tube up to your muffler and you actually had to run your car. They do that the in system. Pennsylvania. You have to I, do an emissions check here. I mean, but what they do here, Mark, is totally different. Really? They take your, they take your gas cap. And then they they analyze the gas cap. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I, I just assumed it was what we. I've never yeah. actually like seen the emissions test. Yeah, so I so, learned something yeah. here. So that's uh, well, yeah. what what toxicity are you spewing into the system? Yeah, right? That's right. So so what are we? Yeah, how do others perceive some of the, those leadership things, those leadership pieces? And oh, this yeah. is like limiting toxicity, right? Like yeah, so, that's right. So we're going to create some toxicity, right? We're going to create some negativity. Exactly. The car is creating some form of pollution. Yes. What are we doing to limit it to the best of our ability? Our system is going to create some pollution. What are we doing to limit it? I would say identify it. Because mm-hmm. it looks, it's, how do we inspect it? Sure. How do we inspect that? It's and back to what that do we feedback. do to limit it? And it's back to that feedback. Do you have people on your team willing to tell you the truth? Yep. Yep. So, so. How I'm, did we even get here? My God, I, we started talking about your you. Subaru and we're talking I know, about. I know, here we are. So, but I loved, something I loved about this episode is intentionality. Yeah. Like we really need to be more intentional as leaders. Yeah, I think, I think it's intentionality. And then I think it's also accepting the fact that not everything's going to be perfect all the time. That's, yeah. So yeah. What, what are you putting into your system to account for that and to control for it? And then wh- are you replacing it, maintaining it intentionally? That's it. That's it. Uh, it's been fun having this little chat with you. Oh, it's always a, always a pleasure. Always, a pleasure always a to pleasure to see you, sir. Yeah. And, uh, maybe in the next episode, you'll have a new belt. The pleasure is all mine. Pleasure. What, what did your dad, my dad, <laughs> someone said, yeah, when someone says to Big Mike, they go, Big Mike, here's a pleasure to meet you. He goes, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> or yes, I know it was. Yeah. <laughs> love it. We could do love a whole it. episode. We, oh. we should bring him in actually. I, we, we, I would love to have him in for an episode. The wisdom of Big Mike. The wisdom of Big Mike. All right, brother. All right. Shut it down. All right. Well, it's always a pleasure. Um, uh, Listeners, we love you. You know, that's from my heart out to all of yours. I got to tell you, we, we, if you could please, uh, you know, tell friends about this podcast where we're trying to go beyond the, the state of PA, um, out we are beyond the, the state of well, PA. Yeah, I think so. I listen, mean, no shameless. Yeah. Listen, yeah. we don't need to beg and growl. I mean, I have family members who live in other states, so I mean, <laughs> so we have at least two other listeners out there. Go ahead, so, wrap it up. Uh, well, in in the meantime, listeners, let's make it a great day and innovate the USA. The USA. <laughs> All right. Be good. Be Bye, good. Everybody. <laughs>